Salve, man. Four. All right, we in the building, man, in his own podcast. Know what it is, they rich. My co-host. I'm out. Shout out to Mama Wanda, we love you. Hey. You want to introduce yourself or you want me to introduce you? Oh, you can introduce me. That's crazy. I, That's I, mean, I knew he was going to say that. That's <laughs> <laughs> my guy. Uh, guy Rock. I don't, I don't give out governments unless they want to. It's my guy Rock. We go way back since high school. I wouldn't even realize that I, I, I've been knowing you that long until I thought about it. Like, it's been about 11 years. It's been a little minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a little minute. That's crazy. I ain't think about it. But oh, it's my gosh. guy. So um, he actually brought up this topic. Uh, we're going to talk about um, entrepreneurship. And uh, black businesses, primarily black businesses. Uh, we can talk about the other side if they want, but I'm on one side. But what side are you on? Oh, that's. Uh, I'm on this. We're, on all, this we're all on that side. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, uh, to introduce myself, to go further from what uh, Isaiah was saying, my name is Jared uh, Robinson. I own a part owner of a company called Jackson Robinson LLC. We specialize in three different uh, services. All three of them are mobile. We do detailing, automotive, and uh, we do a tire service. So it's a mobile tire service. Um, we go to people's houses or if they're stranded and we fix their tires, we mount and balance them. Or if they just want to get a new set of tires uh, or used, we uh, put them on the cars. And uh, we have a power washing service that's seasonal. Um, we go from March to November. And we do power washing, uh, commercial and residential. So, yeah, actually, Dave and uh, Isaiah were actually two of my customers. Uh, Isaiah's been a supporter for a very long time. Uh, very long time. Uh, when I was in the pandemic, when it first started, when I decided to venture off and actually pursue my entrepreneurship, Isaiah was actually my first customer. So, I was out here. Right in the parking lot. Facts. Getting to it. <laughs> Damn sure. Well, that's when you wanted the uh, wifey car, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the wifey car. Oh, uh, yeah. Heavy money told me he was doing it. I had already known he was doing, um, he was working at uh, Mannheim, right? Yeah, I was, I was at Mannheim for, <clears throat> for a little minute. For five, six years. Yeah. And I knew it was detailing cars, so I know he knew how to detail cars. So, when I'm real big on if you around me and you got some kind of business and I'm cool with you, I mean, you're going to be the first person I think about, like, as you can see, I'm real supportive of uh, black business entrepreneurship because, um, <clears throat> fuck that job. Thanks. I really believe in that. <laughs> you got to live by that. <laughs> For real, because we got we to gotta start putting money in our own community, so I'm real big on that. Shout out to Straight Lace. I got one. I probably going to buy some merch, Straight Lace on IG. So <clears throat> anytime anybody mention it could be anything about a car, cleaning, tire change, I hit rock up. Like, bro, you do this? Like, yeah, I'm gonna send my man's to you. My mom will heard this. Want this done, want that done. And it's, it's highly appreciated because um, it, it just comes down to having a support system at first because it takes a lot of uh, courage to actually go out on your own and fulfill something because uh, what hurts a lot is having self doubt. And if you have self doubt, you know, that can kind of like become like a, a symbiote and take over you and you have these questions you're questioning well what if this happens or maybe if I can't do this but you know once you start having like a consistent supporting base 
it's more of a crush to lean on because you're like, all right, now, you know. I know it can be done. I know it can be At done. Least on a small scale. Like yeah, on a small, yeah, exactly. On a small scale of things. Like, these people look forward for me to do these things, and I know they'll pay me. Because every time I've done a job for any of people who supported me, they've never asked for a discount. Mm-hmm. And that's big. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, that is the the biggest thing with our community that's mm-hmm. it's unsaid that everybody's always like looking for a discount and like it's I've noticed it a lot dealing with being in the black business and having to have customers of my own ethnicity that everybody's always looking for like a discount like oh you know my prices usually go for, like for 150 for a detail which are not it's not, not crazy it's not that's crazy true. It's a, it's a reasonable it's a price compared to going to dealership and paying two twenty. Yeah. So you know, then you have people like, oh, they're asking me a thousand questions. Oh, what do you do? What do you do? Like, what does this entail for paying this amount of money? And I tell them, and they're still questioning, like, oh, well, that's kind of steep. I don't have that. You think you can cut it to one twenty? And that's kind of discouraging because now you're disrespecting my craft. Yeah. You know, my effort and the time that I'm putting out to do this, and now you're trying to lowball me on it. Whereas, oh, if you would go somewhere else to do it. You wouldn't be having that conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's a recognized business. Exactly. If Comcast is coming to you and telling you that Comcast bill is two twenty, you're not questioning Comcast. Oh, it's steep. You can't bring it down. Like, nah. You're not questioning. Yeah. Pay Comcast. Comcast got me fucked up. No, fuck Comcast. (laughs) Two twenty four. But you know what I mean. You're still gonna pay that bill. Nah, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And that's the issues that I've been running into and mm-hmm. like there's a lot of rumors that go around with like back bi- black businesses they have bad customer service and stuff like we're that we're gonna get into that we're gonna, we're gonna, you wanna we're get, get into that now? nah I, I, I kinda <laughs> want I was letting you go to your solution yeah. and shit so so like, I wanted to stop at the I wanted to kinda pause at the discount thing uh-huh. so I got a good number of friends including yourself that, that has have things that they do trades that they do that they Require funds to be given to them for, include my cameraman. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to my my cameraman Josh. So he um shot our um engagement photos. He wanted to give me. He wanted to do it for free. I've been knowing Josh for a long time. It's little bro. I said nah, bro. I don't. I don't. Cause I'm real big on paying for services. You have a business you're running. Your your photography, time, your videography, and cinematography, and your time that costs business. That it caused you to go get the the SD cards for the camera to bring all of this stuff down. It's gonna cost you gas to go to a spot where we want the photo shot at. It's gonna take you thirty minutes to an hour for us to get this done. That's the easy part. Then you gotta go home, edit these photos. I don't took brick. intro to photography classes, intro to video classes. That shit is tedious. That shit takes a lot of time. So that's once you do that, that's another three, four hours of your time doing that. And then you want me to ask you for a discount and let you do this for free? Nah. How much you charge? For you, some people say, for you, nah. How much you charge? Yeah, straight up, right? How you That's feel? it. How much you charge? I never ask for a discount. Never, man. Yeah. Even when at a regular store, I ask for a discount. For what, right? What you... The the price really is the price. Price. I'm going to pay for it. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. The, the things that I really want don't come with a discount, so it's like... And in reality, to the game. anything with, a, like... There's, I feel like if you get something for a discount or something, there's always something behind it. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if you're paying, like if you get something on clearance, you know why it's on clearance. Mm-hmm. Like it's trash. It's tr- you know what I mean? <laughs> like you know why those Nike cleats are at Ross compared to going to the Nike store and getting mm-hmm. regular cleats. You know what I mean? But that's really important. Or outdated. Yeah, or outdated. 
But it's very important that you understand that because mm-hmm. as a you know a business owner, that's important because yeah. we have gas, you have employees, you have uh, overhead you have to pay for chemicals, mm-hmm. and um, you know replenishing what you use and stuff like that. And a lot of people don't put that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Like you know you have to really take time and to go through all those photos and you know, buy new batteries and buy SD cards and use up space on your on your laptop and yep. new lenses. Yeah. Maybe buy a hard drive so you can store more shit. So it's a lot that go into it. And like with you, it's the time and the effort that you putting into it. Yeah. And then it's anything that's like the mom, like a mom and pop store. It's always a little bit more love and dedication to it than going to like a franchise. Mm-hmm. Because at that point it's automated. The business, the business runs itself. Yeah, it runs itself. So at that point, a lot of the, the the better qualities you got when you started goes down, because now it's just about how many customers can we get and keep this efficient. Well, you're not even a customer; you're, you're a number. Exactly. You know, they're not going to. Nobody's going to be like, oh well, you know, because like, oh, I, I know Isaiah. He, he likes this having this way and that way, and he wants it this certain way. And it's like every time he comes, he's going to get the same way because of me knowing my customer compared to being some big type of corporation and you're just, you know, customer 0753. I'm paying full price. Mm-hmm. My guy who did my logo, he wanted to do it for free. I told him, nah, how much you charge? Don't give me no discount. I told him off the rip, don't give me no discount. Just tell me the price. I got it. Just tell me the price and I'm gonna pay it. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do the discount thing because mm-hmm. you only trying to give me a discount, which I appreciate. I'm cool. I'm a solid person. You want to give me a discount because the relationship? No, it's personal relationship. It's over here. Business is over oh, here. Oh yeah, it's always it's separate. It's, it's separate. always Personal separate. Personal business are two separate things, and a lot of people don't, don't realize that. that. And that's that. that's why you don't mix uh, friendships and family with money, because those two things they don't go hand in hand. Um, and even with like it's like back to favors. It, it's, it's something truly a favor because if you do something for somebody, they're going to bring it back up. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, oh well. That one time. That one time I looked you out. Like now I need that, and, and it's all like it takes is one time. That's yeah. it. And it could be unspoken. Mm-hmm. It could be an unspoken thing, but like I rather just do something for somebody. Like I cut. Like I catch it as a loss every time. Like if I'm going out of my way and doing something for somebody, mm-hmm. I'm never expecting anything back. If I get something sure. back from it, sure. so be it. So be it. But you know, anytime I lend somebody money, I. Write that off. Like, oh, you need ten dollars? I'm not getting that ten dollars back. I mean, because I, that's the way I look at that. I'm I'm real big on doing that when it comes definitely when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think money is is worth losing friendship. Friendships definitely when you got solid friends and people you got around you that you know like really care about you. I don't yeah. think money is worth losing that. So I give you money. That's just I'm looking at my account. I can afford to lose that. Mm-hmm. But because if you can't give it back. But or don't you also get in that kind of situation, there's a type of uh, conversation or, like, wordplay that goes into it. So if someone says, all right, yo, Santos, let me borrow $25. I'll get back to you Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. If Thursday comes around, I don't pay you. 
It's Friday comes around, I don't pay you. Next week, I don't pay you. Yeah. But if I knew I wasn't going to pay you from the rip, mm. I could have just said, yeah. let me use you $25. But now... But usually that one sentence usually is what would sway a yes or a no. Depends. Yeah. Depends. Because... Depends. I'll take that as... Because now you're mad at me because I'm saying, yo, like... Nah, I'm about to what, happened, what happened? You said Thursday. Right. Oh, I'm fucked up. Uh, blah, 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 blah. All right, I got you. I understand that. You're my man. So you should have told me that from the rip. Thanks. I just gave it to you. So I, said, I, I take just, that as, I, I, you just not a man of your word. Yeah. So if you say you're going to pay me back this day and you don't, cool, now I know. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, back in the day, got it. back in the day, that's, that's where just, word that's is it. bond came from. Right? I don't need the money back, but next time you ask for something, I don't got it. I got 2000 in my account. I don't got it. Broke. I can't afford Broke. that right now. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you're going to tell me you're going to pay me back again, and I know yeah. just that language alone is going to be like, nah. Nah, I, I, can't, I can't trust so, you. Nah. It's just, it's, it's that. It's a trust thing. It's a respect thing. It's like, a respect. If I give, if I give any of y'all money, if I give Dave money, Josh money, I know like, all right, here. They know for the rip when you want this back. Yeah, bro. You know yeah. That. yeah. I don't need that back. They're going to ignore it. All right. Couple days later, come my phone, bro. I'm sending you that twenty back. Yeah, they done did it. So I'm sending you that back. I only want it back, but they send it back. That's why communication I can, is I, key. That's what I'm saying. I can respect that, but off the rip, the first thing they gonna ask me is when do you want that back? That communication right there is like, all right. So then, if you ask me that question, then I tell you I don't need it back. Yeah. If you pay me back or not, I'm not offended because I told you I put it out there. Mm-hmm. I don't want it back. It's cool. That's just you said you needed it. I'm able to give it to you. And I'm able to lose that money if I never get it back. Gotcha. Because money rotates. You ever been in a situation like that? Well, where I gave somebody money and I didn't get it back? And they said they was going to give it to you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Either, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I won't say what family member, but yeah. Oh, nah. <laughs> Man, family member. Drop names. <laughs> <laughs> we don't drop names, but we just... We ain't going to get Santos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... But in, in, in business, it's uh something that you can't afford to do. Yeah. Especially when you're a small business. But also in business, I feel like favors are important. They are. Other entrepreneurs. Well, other entrepreneurs. Yes. Because like, you're doing a favor for a favor. Exactly. Right, you know, I do this for you. And in return, you share my post. Or if anybody comes to you wanting tires, Correct. I'm, you send them to me. And if anybody comes to me wanting shirts, I'm going to send them yeah, to you. Yeah, it all comes back to you. So it's like you build those business relationships because yeah. it's based on give and take, give and take. Like me doing this for you right now. I don't benefit anything from it right now, but down the road, I could possibly benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? You have to look into it as that because everybody's trying to capitalize. I don't care what you say. Everybody's trying to get something out of something. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to gain from an action. It's selfish, but that's just the way America is. That's everything. Even the relationships you cultivate. You keep people around you for a specific reason. Either you laugh. You um you motivate me, you inspire me, you somebody I can count on. It's always something that's real big that you, you always want to get what you put out back. Mm-hmm. And the people you keep around you and the shit you keep around you, you can tell like what kind of individual people are. That falls in the energy. Oh, yeah. What type of energy Definitely. you give off. And it's, it's hard to separate sometimes that, that personal and business life. You know what I mean? Because if you're going through something personal, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you cannot... Let that affect your work life. So if I'm having a dispute at home, I can't come into the office and let that negative energy 
affect what I have with my coworkers or with my partner or even my customers. Right. Because all right, bad customer service. Bad customer service on the upcoming business. Too. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like I all right, boom, me and my girls had an argument. I'm in the car driving, a customer calls me. I can't be on the phone like, "Hello? What you want?" Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm not there right now. Like, no, nah, you got to Oh, no, nah, you're going to fucked up. Yeah. Got a woosa. Let go down and <laughs> yeah. pay the extra 70 cuz I'm one of them people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It all takes one time. You can have a hundred good reviews. That one bad review, that's going to be the one that people are going to pay attention to. That one bad star. Especially for black people. Oh, for black people. We got, we're already behind. Especially for black people. You know? And that's why, like, I cut you off earlier because I know you was about to go into, like, you know, the stigma of, of black businesses. I have a huge issue with that because we have this stigma of all oh, black businesses don't open up on time. Black businesses don't give customer good customer service. I have a lot of friends who own their own black businesses that do the opposite. But because we don't have as many, we don't we don't give black businesses the chance. The chance. So if a black business make a mistake, oh I'm done, I'm never going back. Same thing with black quarterbacks. Exactly. That's exactly. Exactly. I'm done. I'm never going back to that place. They yep. fuck my, They did this. I'm never going back. But you go McDonald's. How many times? How many times did McDonald's right. fuck your order up? And fucking, they always fuck some shit up. But you gonna go back the next week and get that same McDouble with the large fry and the sweet tea? Yep. But God forbid. But God forbid. Uh, May go down and order order there and you order and they forget, fucking and they, fried chicken and they forget your sweet potatoes, mac and cheese and sweet potatoes and forget your sweet potatoes and make it green beans. You gonna be see that's why they just always fucking up. All right, fuck. I'm done with them. But the food good. The food's great. <laughs> food great. But you mad because they made one little mistake because they had a human mm-hmm. effect. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. shit. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna ask me that in the middle of the episode? Yeah. I mean, thought about that. I forgot it was supposed to be later. Mm-hmm. Happy wife, happy life. Damn. Damn. Okay, pause. You can't pause no episode. Oh, that's. We can pause it. We can't pause no episode. Can't pause no episode. We don't. Every business has the growing pains. Mm-hmm. Whether it was black, white, Asian, Mexican, it don't matter. When you start your business, you go through growing. You pains. have to learn to. You, th- you, you learn that mistake. Yeah, because you you starting a business, you you go, you jumping out on a limb. Yeah. You don't know everything. You gonna make mistakes. I, I, that's wrong. why I feel. I feel like they hold like black businesses at like to this this crazy high standard with no room for mistakes. Yeah. Um, and a lot of bad experiences that I've had with um, other black people with my business is been miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the situation with the customer not giving me all the information that I need, you know what I'm saying? And then it comes a disconnect because we didn't communicate. So now I have to defuse the situation and they're already hostile from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you didn't tell me this, you didn't blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, look, here's the criteria. Here's everything I need. I needed you to do, and you know, you didn't check off on any of these lists. 
like I'll give you an example for like a, uh, like a tire. If, so, if someone needs a tire, right? And say someone that they know they live on a tight street, and they know where their car is parked, it's not going to be able to get to there, and they'll know it. I'll get there, and I'll call them. I'll call them. I'll call them. They'll come out like five minutes late, and I'll be like, "Hey, um, I can't get to your cars any type of way that you know we can maneuver that." And then it's a sing and a dance and a story, and now it's my fault. I'll take it on the chin. I'm like, you know what? I should have communicated better and asked you the situation where your car was at. But me thinking that you had the common sense <laughs> to, you know, give me some type of like warning this is a situation <laughs> I was going into. Um, Which most, most customers don't. Well, most customers don't. I can't fault them for that. But I think that's where it becomes a disconnect is just communicating. Mm-hmm. And us as owners and people, we cannot um, bring emotion into it. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be emotionless. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to pick and choose your fights. So, is that one instant with the customer where they're 100% wrong, me snapping back for that instant sass gratification, mm-hmm. is that worth the longevity of mm-hmm. not having a customer or, you know what I mean, um, that effect? Yeah, or that, a good reference. Uh, so, those are things you have to think about because I've had customers who are 100% in the wrong and I got to eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a hundred times I want to address situations with the customer. I'm just about to say that. How many times do you like have to take that on the chin before Uh-oh. you snap? I have yet to snap. Um, there's plenty of times where I wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, and I've only had these situations with my people. Yeah. When I deal with like other people, mm-hmm. um, they're just very understanding of everything. They already like they don't ask for discounts Mm -hmm. they don't you know they tip and I just feel like when I'm dealing with like certain customers they just expect that like I'm just some nickel and dime guy just doing this and like nah I'm I'm a legit business Mm -hmm. and I want that same respect you know what I mean like I'm never gonna ask somebody for a tip but like Mm -hmm. I just spent two two and a half hours on your car Mm -hmm. you know I apologize no no I'm not I'm not no 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 I'm just saying I don't tip you know (laughs) But I'm not asking for a discount or nothing either. I'm no, exactly. So it's just like, and then you look at it and then like you you, you pay the bare minimum and you go on your way. Mm-hmm. And I don't take it personal because it's right. business. It's not, it's not personal. But me personally, I wouldn't do that to somebody. Right. You know? It makes me feel better. I don't tip the white people either. So. I mean, I, don't, I, I'm I, I tip everybody. I'm, I'm consistent across the board. I try to tip everybody, but... If you don't got it, you don't got it. Mind, yeah. Um, it depends on like, if I'm at a restaurant. I'm definitely, we tip pretty well at restaurants. Me and my fiance tip pretty well. Well, that's another thing too. I hate hearing like, "Oh, black people don't tip." Black people do tip very well. That's a bad stigma. It's a bad stigma. It's a bad stigma. Yeah. A bad stigma. Yeah. That and I'm very punctual too with time. Like I always try to make sure that I'm I'm a half an hour early um, to any appointment. Um, we, can't we can't speak on you know some people. Um, <laughs> um, Definitely on time today. He was on time for his podcast. Yeah, like, he was here at 5. Because well, you never know the situation. You got traffic. You got traffic. Um, equipment could, you know, not be running the right Shout way. Um, all other your good co-hosts, man. He's, he's, he's a good guy. Shout out to my co-hosts. Good guy. Good guy right here. You know? It's my brother, man. Um, even with, uh, I had a situation with Dave where I did his tires and uh, his, his light kept coming on. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I went up and beyond to make sure that everything was good because, you know, that's, he did. This is still a good rapport. I got to keep that. Yeah, we're right. Um, 
Because I don't want to just be like, oh, nah, fuck it. I got the money now. You on your own, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nah. I will say the good thing about, you know, knowing somebody that actually is going to take care of your car mm. and and be professional with it. Because like I said, I used rock a couple of times for my, my car. Mm. Uh, my mom, One of my mom's cars. We cleaned out the mom car right the uh, Central, I think. Central. Yeah. yeah. And um, me knowing him, he had to take the car to the shop. Mm. So I know Jared. So I told my mom, like, man, like, you know, your mom will be cool. I know some people iffy about it. I take the car mm-hmm. to the shop because, you know, I got my tools there where I can really mm-hmm. get this clean how I want it to get clean. Mm-hmm. Now, I appreciate that because he probably could have just did it out here, mm-hmm. got it clean as good as he could out here, and just been cool with that. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we would look at it and be like, nah, yeah. this is way better than what it was. Mm-hmm. But just him being who he was and being passionate about what he do. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, I want to take it yeah. to the shop. But that's also him saying, you know, I, I value... You as a customer, mm-hmm. that I want to do the best job I can mm-hmm. because I know if I do a good job, everything's about word of mouth. Yeah, like I said, anytime Still. anybody mention a car, I'm like, oh, let me hit my boy up. Let my boy do this. Let me hit rock up. I don't call him about mad people. I can't say everybody call him about. I actually, I've do had, with I've him. had enough people call. But like, Isaiah, I'm like, look, just call him. Say I told you, call him Isaiah, talk whatever. You gonna know who it is. I sent you and yeah, he'll take care of you. He gonna do good shit. And that's one thing, like as a uh, a generation that we have, that's good is social media. Mm-hmm. It's good and it's bad. Um, but on the on the great side about it is free promotion. Free, yeah, very free. You know, you have Twitter, you have Instagram, mm-hmm. you have Facebook, YouTube, YouTube. You could even TikTok now. Mm-hmm. Um, Snapchat. All, of that, all that stuff. It's all free promotion. So, like, there's no reason why you cannot um, make money off your craft. Yeah. You know, even the people who do t-shirts and hats and stuff like that. You have so many avenues to sell. It's just, do you want to do it? That's what it really comes down to. Is mm-hmm. Do you want to do it? Do you have the drive mm-hmm. to consistently do this? Like, you know, there's going to be days where you don't, oh, I don't feel like posting. I ain't going to post today. Mm-hmm. Nah, you got you to gotta post. Yeah, it's like a job. You gotta post. You have to post. Because if you don't, nobody's gonna do it for you. And mm-hmm. and for I got good friends. The hardest part we gotta deal with is understanding that everybody you're close with not gonna support. Oh no! Not and I don't say not gonna support. Some of them might not, but they're not gonna support how you feel they should. And that and you can't right take that person. You can't feel. But that part right there is the biggest disappointment. Explain. Yeah, definitely elaborate on that. Because right, I just said everybody, everybody you close with not gonna support the way you feel they should. So if I'm with you every day, mm-hmm. but I, in my eyes, I feel you slacking a little bit on like how you can support, but I don't tell you that. That's gonna hinder the relationship. Unsaid though. Unsaid. Okay. Okay. So but if I'm that... going through the motions in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Fuck the disappointment. It then becomes personal. Fuck businesses out of it. So once it's become personal, then it's like our relationships in town. Then once that, then the slightest thing, once it gets to a certain point, the slightest thing can make you bring up everything that happened mm-hmm. that you were just nipping in the butt the whole time where you wouldn't if that one incident didn't happen. Okay. I never and that's important because sometimes you may be keeping relationships around you that you're harming on yourself, whereas you may think it. Because mm, you feel like they're not mm. I, can, I can see that. 
the only reason why I don't take it personal is because it's possible for you to support me, mm-hmm. but not support what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not gonna be a fan of everything. We can we cool. But it's nothing wrong. I'm not with gonna it. be a fan of everything you do. Yeah. So if somebody don't share my podcast, mm-hmm. don't like it, don't comment, and yeah. I'm cool with you. Yeah. That's your prerogative. My issue where it comes in is if then you now get something mm-hmm. and then you try to come at me like, oh, well, you don't support me. Yeah. And then I'm like, now, mm-hmm. just because I don't say that, I don't care. It don't mean I don't notice. Because so now when you different. bring it back to me, I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait. Because I went through the situation. I ain't going to say no names. It's family. Mm-hmm. I went through the situation where somebody came at me like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, wait. I mean, I've been shooting a podcast for over a year. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this. You ain't share like Comment nothing. Like, I never one, said one share goes nothing. a long way. A long way. I was like, I never said nothing to you. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, and I felt no type of way. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't share your shit because I didn't see it. I share everything. If I know somebody that's doing something, I share the shit. Mm-hmm. I might not even comment, like it. Sometimes yeah. it might be shit I don't even watch or go look at. It's just because I know just, you, just I share it. it because I know mm-hmm. it may be. I got a thousand friends, and somebody on my friends might look at it and be like, oh shit, mm-hmm. let me go check this out. That's the yeah. point of a share. <clears throat> I, um, but don't bring that energy. If you don't reciprocate that, that's what I'm like. If you don't reciprocate that, don't bring it my way. Because mm-hmm. I didn't come at you when you didn't do it, but now yeah. you want me to do it. I'm like, but you didn't do it. So how are you expecting something you don't get? I was like that for uh, a long time. Um, and my partner actually broke it down to me. Um, that you cannot hold people to the same expectations that you hold yourself to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big thing, um, because, you know, I have people who I know personally that like, you know, I call friends, yeah, we spoke about that, that do not support me. Don't, they don't repost, Mm -hmm. they don't share, they don't advertise, they don't even come and get business service service. and you got to take that on the chin because two seventies now I'm like, all right. I can't expect anything from you. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I have to take my personal feelings out of that and just let it rock. Like, oh, all right, you will go. You went to the Mavis to go get new tires. All right, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Oh, you went to the car wash. That's what's up. That's super right. You know what I mean? That's what you decide to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't hold anything against you because it's your money. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do with it. But just know when, you know, you need something or want to do something, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I'll support you. That's just who you that, And that's what like, you really, we do that a lot. Like, even when people do shit to us and we, the real reason why we be so hurt, the first thing we always say is, I would have never did that to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't hold that person to that same standard. No, you can't. Because you never know what they going to, which made them do that or why they did that. What's going on? They like to why they just did something uncharacteristic. Well, because the most for. piece of shit answer to that is, oh, I didn't ask you to do that. <laughs> you ain't complaining when I did either. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's <laughs> where, oh, I didn't ask you to do that for me. Like, all right, okay. You know, but so, yeah, no, nah, that's, you have to separate that. Yeah, because you will, you know, you'll be in your feelings and, mm-hmm. you know, being in business, you can't be in your feelings. You can't. And it, yeah, anything you're doing, anything in relationships, you, you sometimes you gotta uh, 
you got to take yourself out of mm-hmm. what you think is doing right because you think you could be doing a hundred percent, but you're not paying attention to what how you're doing mm-hmm. could be affecting somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You know, that's definitely a fact. Because I, you know, you're about to get married. I'm about to get married. You know how you got to compromise. You know what I mean? Like it's little things is putting the fucking toilet seat down. Like I don't sit down on the toilet. I'm taking a shit. Yeah. But like. You know the toilet seat has to be down. Yeah. You look on your own. You know that toilet seat don't go down like that. But see, I grew up with all women. So yeah, yeah, or that too. Yeah. I grew up with all women, so the toilet seat, I'm already accustomed to that. Now, compromise, mm-hmm. that's the one right there. That's the one right there. I'm going to put a break in the show real quick. Shout out to my cameraman, Josh. He went and uh, cleaned off Amazing. my fiance's car for me. <laughs> this is my guy's in here, bro. Clap. Yo, look at the drink tape shit. We'll clap it up for the cameraman. My God. <laughs> Appreciate it. You don't know you're paying me for that, but he he'll help now. Oh no, I got you, bro. You know I got you. Get you want a bottle? You know I got you. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you feel like uh like uh, about people expecting rewards for helping? Shit. For um to find helping. Like helping. Before he before before you answer this question. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say, I hope he don't bullshit this fucking question, cause me and Dave just talked about some shit that people do, that we both not really a fan of. But just about that. <laughs> Go ahead. When you say support, what do you mean like people like lesser than? Yeah. Or even as equals. Mm, it's 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 different. It's okay. A different level. Well, give me an answer for lesser than. Because if it's lesser than, then it's like, what place does it come from? Does it come from a place of I'm going to exploit you by showing I'm helping you? Or is it going to come from a place like I really care for you so I'm going to do this? A. If it's A, then you're, you fuck, the intent is wrong and then that fucks it all up. What about, what about B? B is the intent, the intent to do good is there. So it's always, whether you get it back from that person, the universe will, then will repay We'll bring you. it back to you, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. You yep. feel the same way? I'm, like I said, me and Dave didn't talk about this before. I'm really not a fan of... Um, I know people personally that do it. I'm not a fan of people that do something for, let's say... Oh, I had this guy, this homeless guy down Oh, they put it on camera? And they put oh, it on camera. Or, shit, or, or, or they do yeah. it and they write a long paragraph on Facebook about exactly yeah. what Yo, they did. I'm not a fan of that. Because that shows me... You already did the deed. Mm-hmm. Now that shows me that you want to go on social media... Wasn't there. And you want attention and gratification yeah. and... Yeah. You want to be but, celebrated for doing it. I'm not a fan of that. But that right there starts with intent. You went. Exactly. You did it with the intention to, of, to, of, to, of telling, to, people, to telling what, people to get and for That's what I agree with. I'm not a fan of that at all. Yo, because know, I don't do that. We've done, we've done so many, like, jobs for free just to help people out. <clears> and just, like, often just, like, driving by and seeing some shit and just doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and not once have I ever thought, like, let me bring my phone out. Or let me go on Facebook and just type what the fuck I just did. Now, for you, here's the flip side. As a business owner, that's great marketing promotion. Personally, I don't like it. For a business, that is excellent marketing well, promotion to promote your business and say, you know, we support these kind of companies. We're doing this for the community. Well, the customers do that. 
That's where that comes from. Oh, so you so if I word of mouth. Yes, word of mouth. So if I say a lady had a blowout and she wanted her spare tire on, and all she wanted was her spare tire, I'm not going to charge her to put her spare tire on at the time being. So, you know, we put the, we put the spare on for her, and she's looking to give me money. No, I don't want money. You know what I mean? And I go off. She takes a picture of the truck, puts it up. Like, all these guys, they helped it. Man, they saved me. Mm-hmm. Boom. That right there brings me... That's enough. Man. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough. enough. And that relationship, so... Anytime she think about a tire, car needs to be fixed, she's going to the first person she think of. Exactly. So, you know, those, that's the things, you know, and it it disgusts me when I see people doing stuff like that. Um, Oh, uh, I just gave this person $25. They told me that they needed this for that and third. All right, so what? Keep that between you and them. Mm. I hate that. You know? I hate that. Or even using, um, like when people were selling like Kobe and like, Nip merchandise. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just so devious, man. Like that's, that's the world we live in. Like capitalizing off of that it's shit. All, it's all capitalizing. Mm-hmm. It's all capitalizing. Like when I die, I don't put on no t-shirt, man. I, I, I'm really not a fan of that. <laughs> don't airbrush me. Yeah, please, don't, man. And don't post no fucking picture from 2007. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. um, it all counts, it yeah. really does, man. And those days they get hard. Yeah, I believe it. They get hard, and like, you know, people will be like they see me. Oh, let me hold some. I see business booming. It's like, yeah, the business is doing well. Yeah, only my pocket. Exactly. Like everything <laughs> great. regenerates That's right back. Because mm-hmm. crazy. I be really, I'm really sitting here thinking like, yo, me and Jared talk more often than I think we do. Because we done had a lot of these conversations before. A lot. And I'm like. When he tell me people say that, I'm like, I went, I, I was a business major in school, so I'm like, but people like, you probably gotta pay for this, pay for that. You got a truck now, I got a venue now, yeah, gas, mm-hmm. new tools and products. Tools get old, you gotta fucking restock on them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you probably got a lot of overhead going into what you're doing, and you're a mobile service. You have a mobile service. That's a lot of overhead. Like, yeah. you're paying for gas. When you're, when you're, oil changes. When okay. you're working for somebody at a shop, you don't think about, if I break this machine, how much I have to come out of my pocket for it. Or if I run out of this type of, you know, solution, how much you're paying. You're just using that shit, and that's it. Like, right. I have to account for every single thing out of my own pocket. So, like, if I'm looking good and I'm balling, my business isn't looking good because I'm being irresponsible with my money. Mm-hmm. Until I get to that peak where, like, you know, mm-hmm. everything is now where it's, it's at. The business is running itself. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. running itself. But, like... I'm no longer working. Ex- but when you're doing the groundwork, you mm-hmm. have to keep putting money into the business. Because, yeah, me and my partner, we could every day split our, 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 our pay that we made for the day and go on our days. But do you know what happened? We won't have money to pay for the truck to get fixed. We won't have money for insurance. We won't have money for the rent for the building. We won't have money to get a new air compressor if the air compressor mm-hmm. goes. And you know what that is? At that point, y'all ain't y'all not running a business. So no, it's just two niggas exactly. fixing cars, getting money for it. Mm-hmm. Like how they want to treat y'all. Sometimes. That's how they want to treat us. Mm-hmm. And so like now what I've been doing lately is like when I go on calls and stuff like that, I, 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 well, I just act like I'm the employee. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even know I'm the owner. Mm-hmm. I, I just go. Do my job, you know, and keep my head down and work. 
people just say, oh, yeah, we'll tell your boss to do a good job. I will. Mm -hmm. You know, have a good day. He's cooking. Stressed though, yeah. Right? That nigga ain't saying more than mm mm on the whole of that episode. This nigga high as shit. That nigga don't know where he at. You know it's right. He took the hat off. That's why he got like Hoodie came on. This punk boy going through it. You know how you He said, I'm good. He got one right there. This feet good. He got one right there too. He good. So, um, we're going, we're going, we're going. We're gonna roll all the way back, so because I don't think we touched on this. What made you, what made you start the business? Like, what what gave you the idea or like ignite the idea? Like, you know, I can kind of make this a business and make money off of it. Where, um, where did the idea come from? How did you? Like, so on my end, at the time I was a, a vendor at a dealership, so I was the manager of a detail shop, mm -hmm. and so I was putting a lot of work into somebody's company that, that wasn't mine, but I was. Yeah, so I was running it like it was my company. Mm -hmm. um, and so when COVID hit, um, they basically, the dealership was like, all right, well, you know, we're going to lay everybody off, whatever. Mm -hmm. So everybody got laid off. So the company called me like, all right, well, you know what I mean? We're just going to sit you down for a little bit. I was like, all right, that's cool. So I immediately got right back to work. I was doing like my, you know, my mobile detailing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And at the time, my partner was actually a vendor as well, but he had his own company, mm -hmm. and they dropped his contract because of COVID. So mm -hmm. at first, we were just doing details by ourselves, and mm -hmm. you know, the I started buzzing, getting more hits and stuff like that. And I couldn't take on all the work by myself, mm -hmm. so I picked the phone up. I called him. I said, "Hey, man, what are you doing? Like, you know, let's do this thing together." So we got together and we brought his customers together and my customers together and we made more money and then the company called me again and said hey we're opening the dealership back up we need you to come back at the time i'm like all right i have to go back because i still have responsibilities i need to pay for like this petty cash is cool but like it's time to go back to work yeah so when i went back to work the energy was different you know what i mean i couldn't get the staff back that i had before because everybody's collecting unemployment nobody wants to work and when we're in the middle of the pandemic so i can't make anybody come to work, to work mm -hmm. and honestly if you were collecting unemployment you're getting an extra six months. exactly you're making more than you was making actually working exactly so it's hard to convince somebody like that and then who am i to tell you to come back to work mm -hmm. so i'm in there by myself working these crazy hours um getting all this work done and you know i'm not getting anything out of it like nothing and I'm thinking to myself I'm like I was just doing this for my own so why can't I do that and the only thing that holds you back is fear yeah like you said bills bills you know what I'm saying um responsibilities and you know once you overcome that fear, and you have to have a good support system. Like, my fiance is a very good support system. She holds me down. Shout so Yeah, shout out to her. So, once I had that adult conversation with her about, like, this is what I want to do, it happened. But I just didn't jump into, like, you know what, I'm just going to start my own business and not have that conversation. Because, you know, it, it's a big thing. It's just not like a, a phase. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to start a business, and then, uh, you know, maybe I'll go work somewhere else after this. Like, no, it has to be a, a full-time commitment. Mm -hmm. So you have to have those uncomfortable conversations multiple times with 
your life partner. Mm-hmm. Those are very important because it's it's a decision that both of you are making because things have to right. be adjusted. So and it's not going to be profitable to start. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was big. But luckily, you know, I'm pretty good with saving money. So, you know, I had a couple couple dollars for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that was it. I, I, you know, tied my boots up and I said, you know what? You know, fuck this company. I'm out. I'm doing it myself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, me and my partner, we got serious. And we got our LLC. And... And that's what it was. And it was just detailing at first. It was just detailing. And we, we were just, you know, knocking it out. Knocking it out. It's another bill. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and then, boom. It went from somebody just saying, hey, you have a power washer. Can you power wash my house while you're here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, I can make money off of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do power washing, too. So, those two things just ran into each other. Mm-hmm. And... Then just seeing people's cars and knowing the necessities that they need, it's like my partner was like, yo, I really want to get into used tires, doing tires. And at first I was like, nah, man, like, I don't really want to do that because it was me being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't something I was comfortable with. Which means you should do it. So then I was like, you know what? I got faith in you. You seem really passionate about this. So I'm going to back you on it. That's the least I can do. You know what I mean? Even though right. I'm not too sure about it, I'm still going to back you on it. Right. Which I think I ain't going to lie. Like, I think I think what y'all doing is ingenious. I think it's hella innovative. I've never heard of a mobile tire service. Like, if you get a flat tire, we'll come to you with a new tire. A good tire will come there, take your tire off, put the new tire on, you can get paced. Yeah, and we, ma- rate, and we and we mount tire in the service, and you mountain balance it. Yeah, That's you know, crazy because anytime you get a tire, you got to go to a tire shop to get that done. And so it, have a mobile tire service, like that's I think that's innovative. And stuff. that's the thing that we because we've been in dealerships and stuff like that, we know the stress that people go through with service. Mm-hmm. So like you know, every time you take a car to the shop, somebody's trying to get more out of you. Oh yeah, you know, I noticed that you know you Dad, you do some you shit. do need two tires, but you need oil change, air filters, and something else. We can we can do that for you. Um, no, we're just gonna come do what we need to do, and you could be in your house drinking your coffee in the morning. And you won't even know I'm here until the the job is done. Um, everything's touchless because of the situation that we're in. So we send you an invoice, um, and if we have any problems, just give us a call. And that's how we're building our name, you know what I mean? And it took some time, but it's here. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just really the the punctuality and the consistency that we strive off of with the cut with the with the our customers and the company. And it just feels good that you could be in your house, you know, not having to drop your car off at the shop to get mm-hmm. a detailed or get your tires changed. And yeah. could you imagine coming out and you know about to go to work and boom, now you have two flats in your car? What are you going to do? You gonna call a tow? You only got one spare tire. Yeah, you only got one spare. You gotta call a tow, and that's extra money. They tow companies are the biggest scams besides funeral homes. Was charged twenty dollars a mile or some shit. You know what I mean? Like I'd be damned if my my family pays ten grand for put me in some pine. You know what I mean? Put nah, I want my niggas to smoke me. But uh. So yeah, that's what that was, and like, 
even in a business, like when you have a partner, um, there are going to be things that you don't want to do or you think that isn't, like, you think that it's not going to work, mm-hmm. that you have to kind of just take the back seat mm-hmm. and let things play out because you're not always right. Yeah. So what I may think is wrong doesn't mean that it's it's right, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And vice versa. So that's where we get along well with me and my partner, um, that we're two different people, but we have strong minds so we can build off each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes the business so successful is, is that, you know, we spend a lot of time on the phone talking to each other. Um, we, we say we over plan, but every time we over plan, it ends up working out. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was, that was, that was the, the, the thing for getting into the company. And I, I don't plan on working for anybody else anytime soon or period. Not, you know, you never know what happens in life. Mm-hmm. So I can't say I'll never work for anybody. Um, you get a couple dollars. You know? Tuck the pride to the side. Exactly. Like, someone, someone wants to buy the company for, like, a, a substantial amount of money. I'm not going to be like, no, yeah. I want to keep this. This is my pride and joy. Like, nah, if somebody's going to give me, you know, $24 million or something, mm-hmm. I'm going to take that $24 million and make another company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what... These millionaires and billionaires, they, they build these crazy companies up, and then somebody come in and say they want to buy it. Or yeah, sell it right I, another thing. Um, did you see the thing about DC Young Fly and uh, Wild and Out MTV? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think he was stupid for that. Hmm. That's a new take on it too. That's, That's crazy. definitely a different take because I had a lot of respect for him for doing that. Um, only the- opportunity was crazy, but I felt like. As far as long-term career and opportunities, I think he set himself up nice. Only because we don't give Nick Cannon the credit for who he was. The thing is, he could have still did that, and he could have been cutting Nick a check. Like, if you my mans, right? If Mm -hmm. I build something, if me me and you build something from the ground up, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, yo, we don't need you no more. Mm -hmm. Or we don't need him no more. Mm-hmm. Me and you have to be able to come to a conversation and it's like, look, pride aside, they want you, they don't want me. Mm-hmm. Take that. But just hope. Like, if, you know what I mean? That you're gonna mm-hmm. like if I'm DC Young Fly, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna cut Nick this check every single time. Mm-hmm. So they give me eight million, I'm gonna give Nick two. I'm gonna take this six and then I'm gonna work with this six because the six mm-hmm. is gonna make but me more. the ego come in where it's like that's Nick's The difference is Nick built that. DC Young Fly. Got on season ten, but he rebirthed it. He rebirthed it though, just like how Cat Williams did it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Him, not alone, on Carlos Melo. Carlos, Mello. yeah, yeah, yeah. D. Ray um, Davis. Yeah, like so, that. like, yeah, Nick's a mastermind, but like, you know, I, I can get that. I can get that thinking if he was going to say like, you know, we're going just to be able to keep this in house, and I'm gonna still pay you for it. But just as a business, as a business mind, I think that yeah. that could have been handled that way. Yeah. Am I wrong? I, I could be wrong. I, I respected the way he did it because oh, like, I, I just think Wilding Out without Nick Cannon looks weird because yeah. Wilding Out is Nick Cannon. It's it's his yeah. it's his idea, and it's like you can put somebody else and have them run it. It just wouldn't it wouldn't be the same. I don't think it would be the same because Nick Cannon is Nick Cannon. Without Nick Cannon, if you run Wilding Out and just have DC Young Fly like. How many celebrities can you get on there? Is he getting that same respect where I can go get Rick Ross? 
I can go get yeah. all of these. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. The way that's, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like we're not giving Nick Cannon that credit. Well, no, 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 no. But you have to understand the, the way the game is set up now. It's all about who's hot in the clout. So like you got you got DC Young Fly. He can get those people in there because of I think he gets certain people. The higher echelon people. Right, he's not I think Jay Z. Oh no, no, but, but, like, but Nick Cannon can't even get Jay Z. Daisy ain't going a while, no. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Daisy do a fucking interview. Daisy young fly. Daisy ain't building a breakfast club in a decade. He he couldn't. He could get like Rick Ross. He could get Meek Mills on there. He could get Meek possibly. I don't know if he can get Rose. He probably get Rose. I think personally, I think I don't think he get Rose. I think if Rose did, it's because Rose would want to do it. I feel like Ross a little upper echelon. Where we give him credit for where DC at right now. He's like on a whole nother level. Where he's on a rise. Yeah, he's like he's on a big rise, especially with his um his stuff with Chico Bean and all them like. His oh yeah, their podcast. Yeah, good. everything like he's on a rise. Right, yeah. I feel like he could get the talent. I don't. He's not gonna get like the upper talent. That's like what I'm we saying. saying like, that's what's wilding out crazy. Like you yeah. got like are they getting chance to rapper? Yeah, probably. No, fuck no. Probably. Fuck no. Probably. Yeah. You. I would say that's all, Nick. I feel like they won't That's get a lot now Nick. because of what happened. If I don't even think they would even have met Chance the Rapper without Nick. No Chance. I can say that. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, that, that was my hot take on that DC Young Fly thing. I definitely think that's, they, a, that's the first time I heard that one. They could have capitalized off of that as a team. Mm. Like, listen, they think they're going to fuck us? No. What we're really going to do is we're going to fuck them. I think also, you know, I remember DC Young Fly is still young in the business. And I also think it was smart for him because I don't think he's in a position yet to be able to run a business like that. You think he would have peaked right there? Possibly. Or he would have fucked it up. I don't know if he's... I don't know if he's ready to be able to run that kind of platform. Yeah. And run that kind of business. I don't think he would have fucked it up. I think... They want to get the talent that they had because how they did Nick. I think it would have just been, it wouldn't be like a more yeah, of a black I think, show. And then I, that's I what I'm saying. So we lost if DC take it, and then it's like, or is everybody that come on the show regularly coming back? Because now it's like, nah, we're not, a lot of them fucked that way. We're not doing this without Nick. Yeah. Nick gave them opportunities that nobody else did. He yeah. put and them he pays, on. He pays. Yeah, he paid. He put them on. I don't, well, the way they talk, I don't know if he paid super crazy, but it's the <laughs> opportunity is. <laughs> To be on TV and they get their name bigger than what it was, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I mean, look at Cat Williams, fucking wild and out did wonders for Cat. Wonders Williams. for him. Mm-hmm. If Crockett he fucked it over eventually. If Yon Crockett, Cat's yeah. just a different person. Cat is Cat. He's a legend, but he just Cat's Cat. You said too much of a nigga. Cat's Cat. You too much. He couldn't be industry. He too much of of a hood nigga. He just, yeah, I mean, it's not for everybody. It ain't. Yeah. It wouldn't be for me. I Me mean, neither, man. Wouldn't be for me. Give me the money, I don't want the fame. Yeah, exactly. Much weird shit. Like, much weird shit. Yeah, these niggas, man, they can't even pour coffee out on the ground without getting harassed. So, yeah. that's why behind the camera, up in front. That's it. Yeah. Behind. That's smart man. You alright, Dave? But no. <laughs> you good over here? You rubbing your head, though. You been rubbing your head. Yeah, I'm about oh, to drop it. Down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wrap it up. Recruits on tape. All American. Cause, cause, cause. You said, all right, um. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. But yeah. I do. Um. 
entrepreneurship in our community, I do see a, I, I do see a shift where a lot of people are trying to support support, but also find their way into you know becoming their own entrepreneur in their own way. Where they're, they're starting to see the importance of it, which I think is good for us because, like I said. Other races are taught that at a young age. They see it at a young age. Um, we're not. We're not. We're not seeing that at an, at an efficient clip. Yeah, they move not the successfully. Mm-hmm. They move the goalposts. It's not fair. Um, you gotta remember, man. Like, nineteen fifty-eight wasn't too long ago. I don't want to talk about that. Though. So, you know, damn sure it wasn't. And you know, they don't. They don't put black historians in the record books like it should. I can go on and on about that. Um I mean we I mean we literally created and a lot. Built this country. Everything. Fuck a lot. Fuck <laughs> everything. Everything. You gotta think about it at a time where a lot of a lot of these super innovative inventions were coming Oh, they all just came. Fruition? Yeah, they just got stolen from. Yeah, we didn't have. We were considered three fifths of a man slaves. We didn't have rights. So, oh, you came up with this crazy idea. But since I own you, That's this idea is mine. mine. So yeah, it's my idea. That's America now, though. Yep. They so, do that. That's why you know, you think you know they have these think tanks with these companies, and they take all these great ideas from these people and they just use them. Like, oh, right, that's like it's a million dollar idea, but you know we're still going to pay you your eighty thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ain't gonna make billions off of the yeah, billions. Work for yourself, people. Yep. It's fast. Shout out to dude on Acrimony. He refused to sell his idea. What happened? What happened? You ever seen Acrimony? Mm-hmm. Movie? Mm-hmm. You gotta watch it. Dude on there um struggled for years. It's more so about the relationship with his wife, but what I got from it was he was an inventor. He, he built this crazy ass battery that has superpower that he was working on for decades. It was just he just Stay dedicated to it, and when he was about to quit, he finally got a hit on it. They wanted to buy the idea from him. He said, "We'll give you forty million for this idea, ten million for this idea. Like this is a wonderful idea, or something like that." It might have been way less than that. He was like, "Like no, like I want to be a part. Like you're gonna take my idea, give me eight hundred thousand, then you're gonna go make billions off of it when you put mm. it in the market." He turned him down. That's smart. Yeah, that's shot him down. Fucking basically lost his wife. A couple months later, they called him back. Like, yeah, we need this product. Like, we'll bring you on with it, and you'll be able to get your, your income and make the money. So basically, will you'll be the face of the idea? This is your product. Nice. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. It's like, but they, but they, like I said, he was a black man. But that's the type of shit they do. Yeah. Because if you come to somebody who coming from the areas we come from, and coming from the kind of money that we don't come from, mm-hmm. if you tell me you got this great ass idea, and I understand, like. You got this idea, but you don't have the money and and the support to back it. To back make it, it, yeah. Make it, make that's profit what it comes into. The way it should. So we'll pay you $2 million and just give it to us. And we'll make it flourish. We'll take care of it. And in your head, you're like, oh shit, $2 million? What? Cool. Yeah. I ain't never seen that much money in my life. That's exactly mm-hmm. how they do it. Not thinking that if they're going to give you $2 million for this idea. How much is it really? The, mil- the idea may be worth half a billion. Yeah. Nah, I'm keeping my product. Because you'll be back. You'll be back. Always come back. If you won't be back, I'll go find somebody else that's willing to take pay for me and the product and I get my profit from what I created. And you're just going to be mad. Because they're going to buy an idea and you can get your $2 million, and then you're going to be mad looking at your product with billions mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Sick, punching air. That's what happened with McDonald's. <laughs> That's crazy part. McDonald's, right? Yeah, McDonald's. yeah, I seen that documentary. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah um, that. Why you keep looking at the clock, Dan? It's like, ah. No. It's in, it's in the red. Oh, it's in the red? Oh, cut it. No. We all went to school. Oh, we all went to That joint only lasts an hour. This one. Karen will go. Um, yeah, nah, man. Yeah, that, that, that McDonald's documentary was big. Yeah. That was tough. That was crazy. Niggas, they still broke, aren't they? Yeah, bro. They broke. <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. McDonald's what? everywhere. McDonald's every two miles. Every two 